growing up each year, one day each year, we would get tickets from the bank to a Yankee game and we would sit in the front row by the side of the dugout. And this particular year, we were sitting by the side of the dugout. Randy Velarde overthrew a ball between innings to my favorite player in the whole world. His name was Don Mattingly. It went over Don Mattingly's head and this, this young boy lifted his glove with a shaky hand and the ball hit my glove and I caught the glove, the, the glove, the ball. And Don Mattingly, you guys know who Don Mattingly is? Donnie Baseball. This is a baseball player. Turns around, walks up, hey kid! I'm like, uh-huh. Hey kid, awesome catch. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. And he turned around and he went back to warm-ups. Don Mattingly stopped what he was doing and looked at me. And he spoke to me and he said, hey kid, Nice catch. Highlight of my life, it's all been downhill since. <laughs> it was awesome. Greatness gazed upon me, and greatness said, great catch. I want to talk to you today about a day that Jesus stopped, and Jesus looked, and Jesus spoke. I want to talk to you today about a man named Bartimaeus, Mark 10. Verse 46. And they came to Jericho, and as he was leaving Jericho with his disciples and a great crowd, Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And many rebuked him. Sorry, I lost my space. Have cry out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Forgive me, God. And many rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and said, Call him. And they called the blind man, saying to him, Take art, get up. He is calling you. And throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. And Jesus said to him, What do you want for me to do for you? And the blind man said to him, Rabbi, let me recover my sight. And Jesus said to him, Go your way, your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him on the way. This is the word of the Lord. Now I want to do this differently today. In fact, I'm going to shake you up enough. I'm going to come down here and we're going to change this up a little bit. I'm going to preach. Don't get nervous. I got my, my notes. But what I want you to do is slow down. I want you to get into this, into this text, into this narrative, because sometimes we sanitize Scripture. You ever sanitize Scripture? You ever lose the sights and the sounds and the smells and you forget what's going on and it all looks really pretty? Well, come with me, if you will. Come with me into this text and close your eyes even for a moment. And I want you to picture a blind man named Bartimaeus. Now, blind isn't blind like we think of blind. Blind is outcast. Blind is unable to care for yourself. Blind is hopeless and helpless and destitute. And here we have blind Bartimaeus. And blind Bartimaeus is being taken today to a spot to beg on the side of the road. Someone's taking him. Maybe this is a family member or a friend. I, don't, I see them taking him. I don't know who they are. And they take this man wearing rather messed up clothes and kind of dirty and rather stinky and they put him by the side of the road to beg because that's what blind people did. They begged for alms. And it's not a comfortable road. Remember, there's no sewers, there's no sanitation, there's no paved roads, there are no cars, there are animals. And kids, sometimes animals backfire. You know what I mean by that? 
And Bartimaeus is sitting by the road in the filth, covered in filth, smelly and blind and hopeless and helpless, and animals are coming by, and there are multitudes around because it's almost the Passover. And here Bartimaeus sits, and the cacophony of noise of the people and the animals and the talking and the shouting and the yelling, and he's in a beautiful city called Jericho, the city of, of palms. It's a garden city, abundant water, it looks beautiful, and Bartimaeus can't see it because Bartimaeus is blind. Are you with me here in this text? Blind, hopeless, helpless, destitute Bartimaeus came to Jericho. As he was leaving Jericho with a crowd and his disciples, Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the roadside, hopeless, helpless, destitute. And he heard. How did he hear? You see, blind people have really good ears. They can't see with their eyes. So Bartimaeus heard. I think it should say overheard, but dare I change scripture? I don't want to be accursed. I read Revelation 19. He had heard about Jesus for a few days prior. Jesus raised a man from the dead in a town not too far away. He had overheard that Jesus healed lepers and cured the blind and raised the dead and calmed the storms. He had overheard about Jesus. He knew who this was, as you'll see in a minute. And Jesus came by, and Bartimaeus, Crazo, cried out. Crazo! Look at what he cried out. Jesus of Nazareth. No, it doesn't say that. What did he cry out? Jesus, son of David. Do you know what Jesus means? We say that word so often. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Translate it. God. Save, son of David, Messiah. Bartimaeus cried out, God saves, Messiah. Blind, dirty, filthy, hopeless, helpless Bartimaeus. Have mercy on me. Are you with me? Are you by the road? Are you in the filth? Do you smell the smells? Do you hear the noise? And the crowds of people rebuked him. Shut up. Why? He's blind. He's outcast. He's ostracized. People don't care about blind Bartimaeus. Get out of here. Quiet down. This guy has things to do. And Jesus is coming by. And the people rebuked him. But what does he do? He cries out all the more. You can't stop him. You know why? God's drawing him. And guys, the, the two greatest words I believe in all of Scripture. Watch this. That's a huge statement. Let me rephrase that. Two of the greatest words in Scripture. It's underlined three times in my Bible. Jesus stopped. Jesus stopped. Do you see him? Why? Blind, hopeless, helpless, filthy, outcast, seen as a sinner by all people based on Jewish theology. You ever read John 9? This is a sinner. No, he's not, but that's what people thought. He is a sinner, but he's not cursed in his sin and his blindness. Jesus, God saves, Messiah, the creator of all things, by whom and through whom and for whom all things were made. Do you know what Jesus did? Look! Jesus stopped. God stopped. The God who made, you ever read Genesis 1? In the beginning, God created, you know that God? He stopped to look at, to talk to, and to save. Bartimaeus, Don Mattingly stopped for three seconds. Great catch, kid. And he moved on, and I was delighted. 
Jesus stopped, not just for three seconds, and he took Bartimaeus with him. Don Mattingly didn't say, kid, come and play. Don Mattingly went back to work. Jesus said, you'll see it in a minute, come with me. You say, where does it say that? Well, wait till the end. Jesus stopped and said, call him. Can't you see the disciples? Because you know the disciples were in the group going, shut up, guy. Jesus is coming by. Get out of the way. Clear out, you dirty. Jesus says, call him. They're like, oh, oh. Call him. They called him. They said, take heart. Get up. He's calling you. And throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. And Jesus said to him, listen close, what do you want for What do you want me to do for you? Have you heard that before? Look at verse 36. Rewind your Bible. Verse 36. Anybody see it? Same chapter. The disciples came to Jesus, James and John. Jesus say yes. What does Jesus say to them in verse 36? What do you want me to do for you? And what do they say? Give us the best seats in the house. Same question. Very different answer. Why? Bartimaeus knew he was hopeless. He was helpless. He was outcast. He was destitute. He was a sinner. And he knew who Jesus was. The blind man in the story had the best sight. The blind man saw the light. Do you see that? The blind man most clearly saw Jesus. Do you see that? Do you want to know why? Do you want to know why? I'm asking because we can wrap it up quick. Do you want to know why? Me too! Let's find out. Jesus stopped. What do you want me to do for you? He says to him, Rabbi, let me recover my sight. And Jesus says, look at this. Don't you dare miss this. Go your way. Your faith has made you well. First of all, your faith has made you well. It's sozo. There is a different word for physical healing, and I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce it because Greek is one messed up language. Okay? But I can pronounce the word sozo. That's a little easier. And sozo doesn't mean physical healing. It means saved you. And Jesus just said, your faith has saved you. Go your way. And what way does he go? Look in your Bible. What way does he go? He followed him. And Luke tells us he followed him, glorifying him. You say, wait a minute. Where did he get this faith? You say, wait a minute. Where did he get this faith? This is how I keep you awake. You say, wait a minute. Where did he get this faith? It was a gift of God so that no one can boast. You ever read Ephesians 2? Do you see this story here? Blind. Hopeless, helpless, filthy, dirty, rancid, disgusting, Bartimaeus sitting in sewage and dirt, totally, completely dependent on others. Jesus said, get away from me, you filthy pig. No, he did not. Jesus stopped why did Jesus stop? First of all, how did Bartimaeus get to the place where Jesus was going to be? He had the itinerary. He had a smartphone. And he looked, he said, what is the itinerary for Jesus today? And he knew where he was coming, and he got there early and got a good seat. Amen? We have a divinely orchestrated appointment. 
And Bartimaeus had nothing to do with it. Because before the foundation of the earth, God had decided that Bartimaeus would be saved. And Jesus came to stop and save Bartimaeus. Are you understanding what we're seeing here in Scripture? Do you get what's going on? Blind, filthy, hopeless, helpless Bartimaeus sitting in the filth. Camels passing gas. Donkeys dropping stuff. People yelling. And Jesus stops and calls him and saves him and he follows him and praise God, this is crazy. Do you want to hear my story? Do you want to hear how I came to faith? You don't have a choice, so just say yes. yes. <laughs> Thank you all. You won't believe it if I tell it to you, so I'm not joking. I do want to tell you this is actually my story. A lot of years ago, I was blind. And I'm not joking. Blind as a bat. Actually, blind as a dead man, more accurately. And every day I would sit by the roadside and beg. You're like, you're pulling my leg. I'm not. I could do nothing pleasing to God. I could not provide for myself. I could do nothing of eternal value. I was hopeless and helpless and destitute an outcast, and it was bad, and I was blind, and it was so bad I didn't even know it. And one day, Jesus came down the road. And do you know what I did? I cried out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. You say, you're pulling my leg, Pastor. I'm not pulling your leg. Because Jesus stopped, and he called me, and I followed him. You know how I pulled that off? strong, sound intellect. Don't laugh, AJ, you'll give me a complex. God needed me for my skill set. I was cute and cuddly. God gave me faith to call on him because he drew me. You with me? What's your story? How did you come to faith? If it don't match Bartimaeus's, you never came to faith. You remember the rich young ruler? Remember that guy a few verses prior? Look a little bit more closely at this. It's, it's kind of awkward. He's rich, great reputation, plenty of stuff, great life. It's going good. Bartimaeus, it's horrible. Who would you rather be? Even knowing the end of the story, who would you rather be? be. How are you living your life today, brothers and sisters in Christ? More like a desire to be like the rich young ruler or more with a desire to be like Bartimaeus? Hanging on to the things of this world so tightly, finding your hope in the idols this world has to offer, or hanging loosely saying to Jesus, in you and you alone do I trust, because I once was lost, but now was found, but blah, was blind, but now I see. Are you with me? You want to know how I live? I'm not going to tell you. Yes, I'm going to tell you. A little bit like the rich young ruler and a little bit like Bartimaeus in fits and spurts. But do you know who I want to live like? I do want to live like Bartimaeus. Because Bartimaeus was rich. And he was going to be a very young co-regent with Christ because God had saved him. And the rich young ruler was poor and blind and hopeless and helpless and facing an eternity in hell. You see, sometimes God saves rich young rulers and they come to find out they were poor blind beggars. 
And sometimes he saves poor blind beggars, beggars, and they come to find that they are actually rich young rulers in the kingdom of God. And there is no difference between a saved rich young ruler and a saved blind beggar. They are children of God by grace through faith and saved for all of eternity. Are you with me? Yes, amen? Amen. Sometimes God saves people with a lot of stuff, and they can use it for his glory. Sometimes God saves people with a lot of affliction, and they can use it for his glory. But they all come to faith because Jesus stopped, because Jesus drew them. And the evidence is they cry out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And when he says, go your way, you know what their way is? They follow him. They came to Jericho, and as he was leaving Jericho, his disciples in a great crowd, Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside. My friends, that's my story. That's your story. Maybe it wasn't in Jericho. For me, it was in Columbus, Ohio. I don't know where you were sitting. Heard Jesus was coming. He cries out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Bartimaeus heard the gospel at some point. You say, when? I don't know. It's not in the Bible. He heard the gospel. The Holy Spirit convicted him of sin and righteousness and judgment, and he knew who Jesus was. And Jesus walked by. Jesus is still walking by. Did you know that? Jesus still stops. Won't be the case always. When he comes back, he ain't stopping no more. But he still stops. He still saves. He still calls. And the crowd said, shut your mouth, you poor guy. Anybody ever try to keep you from Jesus? Family, friends, circumstances, situations? You can't stop Bartimaeus because he's called, he's drawn, he's chosen, and there ain't no stopping a saved person on the way. This is an elect. This is someone predestined for salvation. And nobody stops God's work. And Bartimaeus kept coming like a freight train coming down a track because he's walking in the power of the Holy Spirit. They said, shut your mouth. And he cried out all the more, Jesus! And Jesus stopped. Jesus stopped and called him. Come here. Your faith, your faith, your faith has saved you. Not healed you, saved you, sozoed. Where did he get the faith? It's a gift of God, not by work, so that no one can boast. Jesus says, go your way. And which way is Bartimaeus' way? He follows Jesus. Don't miss this. This is Passover coming. If you're a beggar, this is the opportune time for almsgiving and begging. This is the Christmas season of begging. Did you know that? Jesus came by at a financially inopportune time for Bartimaeus. He should have said, maybe he'll come back next year sometime, and then I'll beg. Jesus wasn't coming back next year. Was he? He's on his way to his death. He'll rise. Say, I can't afford to do this. I've got to make my money to eat this year. You know what? He didn't say that because he knew who Jesus was. God will provide for all of your needs. You ever get derailed by the circumstances of life? Listen. Jesus, I ain't got no time for you today. I'm in a lucrative financial position, or I'm in a hard financial position, or my family's telling me to stop, or the circumstances... Stop! 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 God saves. God provides. And we are to walk by faith. Do you see this story, my friends? This is... Is it just me? Jesus stopped? God... Stopped to save 
a blind beggar? Why? Do you know why? I'll spell it for you. G-R-A-C-E. Grace. M-E-R-C-Y. Mercy. L-O-V-E. Love. What's your story? See, sometimes we think we're pretty special stuff. My, uh, my song used to be, I am strong and wise, powerful and able, I can do all things. And Jesus kicked me in the teeth, lovingly. And I realized I'm a poor, blind, hopeless, helpless, destitute beggar. But sometimes my flesh rears its ugly head and it says, John, you are pretty awesome. John, you're pretty smart. John, you're pretty powerful. You can do amazing things. And I need the Holy Spirit to lovingly whack me on the back of the head and go, are we hot stuff now, are we? Huh? You think I need a little help, do you, little Johnny? Let me remind you of who you were, who Christ is, and who you are in Christ. Do you want to know the crazy thing, guys? In Christ, we will rule with Christ. We will be co-regents with Christ. We are rich beyond your wildest dreams. We are children of the Most High King. We will rule alongside Christ. But if you want to rule well, you must seek to serve all, yes? If you want to live well, you have to realize it's on your own. You cannot do this, but in Christ you can. Are you tracking with me? The rich young ruler went away weeping. Bartimaeus went away seeing and rejoicing and praising God. Blind Bartimaeus. Do you know why they give Bartimaeus his name? This is the only name of a person we have that Jesus healed. We have relatives, but never the people. Do you know why? Me neither. Just an interesting question. The speculation is because Bartimaeus was known to the early church. And this is his story. Bartimaeus was part of the early church, perhaps part of the 120 at Pentecost, where the Holy Spirit came down in Acts. But you know, Bartimaeus' story is Mark's story, John's story, Peter's story, my story, your story, if you are saved. But what if you're not? So you see, if you haven't called on Christ yet, if you haven't realized that apart from Christ you will perish, you need to realize you are a poor blind beggar sitting by the side of the road and there's nothing you can do. But Jesus stops. Jesus calls. Jesus saves. Turn to him and be saved. All the ends of the earth, for I am God and there is no other. Salvation comes to all who will trust in him. That they couldn't live a perfect life, but he did. That he died the death they deserved. That he rose three days later. You were all blind beggars, but some now have sight. Amen. Some walk by faith. Amen. Some can now see. Some will rule. Some are children of God through Christ. And for those of us in that category, let us walk by faith. Don't get big in your britches. Everything you do, you can only do in the power of God that has lasting value. Everything you have is all God's on loan from him. When I grew up, my daddy's a rich man. 
And he would tell me, this is my car, this is my house, this is my stuff, it's not yours, and one day you're moving out. Well, my heavenly father, he's got more cash. Cattle on a thousand hill, he got more stuff, the ends of the earth and the universe and everything therein. And he says, you can enjoy this with me forever, but it's mine and you will use this for my glory because that's what you were made for. What are you good at? What are you able to do? What are you entrusted with? My friend, you're a former blind beggar saved by the son of God who stopped to save you. Hang loosely to the stuff. Hang tightly to Jesus. Walk with him because he cares for you. Do you see the magnificence of this text? Do you see how beautiful this is? Do you see why I came down to talk to you here today? Jesus stopped. We sanitize this so often. It's, it's just a blind guy on the side of the road and Jesus healed him, right? No! It's my story. It's your story. It's God's story, isn't it? Bartimaeus, dirty, filthy, stinky, hopeless, helpless, yes? No. Bartimaeus, cleansed by the blood of Christ, a child of God by grace through faith, one who can do all things through Christ who strengthens him, a ruler to be for all of eternity, walking with Christ. Walking with God stopped, and then God said, Come with me. Don Mattingly missed that ball, and I caught it. I didn't tell you this part of the story. When he said, nice catch, kid, you know what happened? I shook so bad I dropped the ball and it rolled away. <laughs> I got it back. I was so overcome with excitement and glee, I almost wet myself and I dropped the ball and I shook for half an inning. It's stinking Don Mattingly. He's just a blind beggar. Why don't I shake with joy and excitement day by day? Because check this out. Jesus didn't miss the ball. Jesus stopped. Jesus looked at me. And Jesus said, I chose you. Come with me. I should get up every day looking like this. Yeah! That should be all. I think when I see Christ... That's what I'm going to say. I'm not going to say, hey, how are you? Ah! It's like a Muppet said that somewhere along the line, right? How do we wake up, regardless of the affliction we face, regardless of the stress we have, regardless of the circumstances around us, and not say, ah! Jesus, stop and saved me. I caught a ball from Don Mattingly right over his glove. I still have it. I'm so glad Randy Velarde had a bad arm sometimes. But I couldn't bring that ball to church right now. You know why? It's buried somewhere in the basement in a box. But you know what I have? I have a pearl of great price. Do you want to see it? His name is Jesus. God saves. I found a treasure hidden in a field. Do you want to see it? His name is Son of David, Messiah. And you see, I was blind, and I couldn't get it, and I couldn't acquire it, and the cost was too great, and I was lost, and hopeless, and helpless, and destitute, and impoverished, and I was just a prideful, arrogant, self-righteous fool. It was all about me, me, me. And Jesus came not to destroy me, but to save me. This is what I want you to see in this text. I'll make it real simple for you. 
God is awesome. God is incredible and magnificent and gracious and holy and righteous. And he's also a wrathful God because we're about to take a trip into Jerusalem. God saves is going to get hung on a cross because that's how God saves. And he's going to die on that cross and get buried in a tomb because by his blood, by his life, we are forgiven. But I got news for you. I don't know when Easter is this year, but we got to get through Christmas first. But I got news for you. He is risen. He is risen. Jesus stopped and Jesus rose and Jesus saved and Jesus called. It's like a Dr. Seuss book. I don't know where I came up with that. But my friends, this is awesome. Never run through scripture too quickly. Slow down. Sit in it. Marinate with it. Smell it. Feel it. Put yourself in the text because right there it says in the middle of this magnificent text, Jesus stopped and that's why we're here. And we go out to let people know that Jesus still stops and saves and calls. If you know the Lord, let's keep our eyes on him. Let's remember who we were, who he is, and who he has made us to be. If you don't know the Lord, I beg you, I plead with you, let me compel you. Turn to him and be saved while there is still time. Because one day, Jesus, God saves, will come back. And when he comes back, God judges. Nobody wants to face the wrath of God. No one has to face the wrath of God because Jesus took it in our place. If we will trust in him, if we will recognize we are blind beggars unable to do the will of God. My friends, I just want to read this again and again and again. Jesus stopped. Jesus healed. Jesus called. Bartimaeus followed. It's my story too. I get no credit for it. To God alone be the glory. Let's pray. Oh Lord God, we are so thankful for so many things from you. Every good and perfect gift is from above. Lord, we just thank you for your word. It's really unfathomable when we stop and think about it that you, God, chose to speak and worm speak so pathetic creatures like us might come to know you. Holy Spirit, please help us to understand the fullness of what it is you've shown us today in your word. Jesus, my God, you stopped. You saved. You called. Lord, help us remember who we were. Hmm. Help us to remember who you are and help us to remember who we are in you. Lord, there will be times, even as believers, when family and friends and neighbors and coworkers will do everything they can to keep us from intimacy with you. They'll tell us to shut our mouths. They'll tell us to be busy with this. They'll pressure us by, by playing on our guilt or pride. Lord, help us to follow the example of Bartimaeus and press through in your power for your glory. Jesus, there are times in life when we think we're a little too busy for you. Work is busy. Finances are tight. People are, are, are needy. Lord Jesus, help us remember your God, we're not. You will provide for all of our needs. Jesus, remind us that on our own, we're nothing special. But in your eyes, we are extremely special. So special that you chose to die for us 
so we might live with you forever. Lord God, whatever was from you today in the preaching of your word, please plant it deeply in our hearts. Please help it grow to bear much fruit and help us to be a people who might rejoice alongside Bartimaeus one day, sharing the same testimony before the same Lord and shouting out with praise and in humble adoration that not only does our God save, not only is our God God alone, but our God loves us so that he came to give us eternal life. And this is eternal life, you tell us, that we would know you. Lord, you don't just tell us about yourself. You give us yourself. Help us to live with you as you've called us to and empowered us to for your glory and our joy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.